Aloha friends. Hi, thank you for joining me and continuing to follow me. Um, Most importantly, I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you are taking this one day at a time. And remember, I was there once with you. And let me let me just say, God has done a, might, a mighty breakthrough in my life once again in this journey. Um, you know, and just me even today, just looking back from that to that day uh, where my life, you know, pretty much came apart. Uh, God has brought me so far from that moment. Uh, but today's episode is about grieving appropriately. Ladies, you got to understand there is a right way to grieve and there is a wrong way to grieve. And most importantly, you cannot skip the process in grieving. And that is where most people make the mistake because grieving hurts. You're bleeding out and, and, and quite naturally, you want to stop the bleeding. Nobody wants to hurt and keep bleeding. That's not a natural thing to desire. But yet, this is something that is required. And I'm going to get a little bit more into that uh, because uh, I want you to get through this. I want you to know there, that there is better days ahead of you. And I know that you cannot see that right now. I know that. There was nothing I could not see when I was in the storm. We can't see when we're in the storm. We, you can't see this is where our faith is activated. And this is also where the enemy comes in because you can't see he comes into your emotions. He comes into your feelings. Everything that is real to you, he is attacking you at that moment as well to stop the bleeding, to do this or do that. I am encouraging you today to grieve appropriately. And as I was reading uh, John 16, which is a really good story, uh, and it kind of, it, it actually, in this scripture, it talks about a woman giving birth, the birthing process. And as we know, if you guys are mothers, you know, such as myself, when you are pregnant, it is very uncomfortable. It's not, some people have great pregnancies, but I mean, when you're carrying another human being inside of you, you are most, you know, uh, at some point are going to be uncomfortable. Uh, And sometimes this is really bad for some people, but pregnancy is not really a highlight of your life because you gain weight and, you know, and just so many changes happen to your body. That's not for you. It's for the baby. So it's not really a a great, um, (laughs) great part of the process. uh, When we talk about pregnancy and, and when the Bible is talking about pregnancy in this text, it's talking about, you know, it's not being a great time. Um, and, and, and John is John 16, 21, a woman, when she is in labor has sorrow. So ne- the next stage of being pregnant is giving birth. Uh, and regardless of what, what part of the process you're in, even with, you know, going through your breakup, uh, whether it's the initial part or when you're about to give birth. And the way I kind of see it and, and the way I kind of went through it is when I found out, you know, that my husband wanted a divorce, that was the beginning of, of my pregnancy. And it was months and months of agony and pain and, and discomfort. And you just got to understand when you're in the laboring process, we know when you get to that point of the process, um, it's hard. 
labor is tough and it's very painful. And it, this is when you almost want to give up. And, um, but you know, you can't give up at that point. It's, it's got the, the process has got to go on. Some people do give up in, in the natural world. We do give up toward the end. Sometimes when we, we, we have fought back, uh, the tears, we, we fought a really long and hard fight and we want to give up right when our blessing is about to come because a lot of times it gets harder as you get to the finish line. And that's, that's the way, uh, this text is, um, identifying with us in, in life. Sorrow will precede joy. And the word even tells us in Psalms 30 and five, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So you got to know and understand that in order to have joy, weeping precedes that. So whatever you're going through right now, it is preceding the joy that God has planned for your life. And you cannot skip not one piece of this process. I'm going to even throw this in here. I'm a NICU nurse. Most people don't even know that my field exists until they need us. We are there looking just like every other nurse in the delivery room a lot of times. You don't know us until, unless your baby can't stay with you. And we're the ones that's taking your baby away from you and saying, hey... Your baby's coming to our unit. We separate a lot of times, unfortunately, the baby from the mom after the mom gives birth. If that baby is not well enough to stay with mom, then you'll know us that we are different nurses. We're not a part of the labor and delivery team, you know. Um, but I'm saying it to say that uh, sometimes we're on deliveries for premature babies, babies that have come into the world early. Uh, and when anything is born early, then there are complications that that uh, that 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 are there, uh, and we unfortunately, as NICU nurses, we have to make these babies live until they are old enough, until they are term. Most of the time, sometimes pre you know preterm if they're you know they're they're making all their check marks, but uh, we have to make it live. So, what does that mean to you? What does that mean in your situation when you come out? prematurely what God has got you in um, to the finish line. Sometimes we want to graduate early. We don't want to go through the pregnancy process. We don't want to uh, go through this, this journey, this, 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 this hard time of agony because there is a way to deliver yourself. There is, you can step out and you can, you can stop the bleeding. You can go get yourself a boyfriend. You can, uh, do whatever, drugs, you know, whatever, whatever. There are so many things that the enemy will throw your way to try to get you off track just to to uh, put a band-aid on your moment. It's only a band-aid for your moment. And I want you to know that and understand that whatever you do that is outside the will of God is not going to make you happy and it's not going to be worth it. And you are forfeiting the joy that God has planned for your life. Remember, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping precedes joy. So if you're weeping right now, you gotta know that God's word is complete. He does not tell you one thing and give you one thing and don't give you the other. And, and so we know that if you stay in it and don't deliver yourself prematurely, because guess what happens with premature 
babies. Guess what happened when we uh, uh, deliver ourselves prematurely? There are complications. And when there are complications, then there that means you got to make it live. You got to make something live that God's already dressed for you. You don't have to make anything live because God's got you. He's got everything you need. When I came over here to Hawaii, I had no idea what I was going to be facing. I had, I quit, you know, as I told you guys, quit everything. Came over here with no job thinking that I was going to start my job right away. Nothing happened the way I thought it would. And so, yeah, I was, it seemingly that I was delivered from one place of unhappiness to another place of beauty, beauty all around me. But my situation wasn't, um, wasn't right. <laughs> it wasn't a great situation for me and my, my children. But God had a plan. I was still on the journey. You are still on the journey. Don't think that just because where you at today is where you're going to be. That is the enemy. And he is a liar and a deceiver. Because if he can get you to believe that today is the it for you, then that means you got to you gotta start working for yourself. That means that you going to start feeling like you got to make your life better. You What are you going to do for yourself today to make your, your life better? No. What is God going to do for you to make your life better? And a lot of times when God is in the midst of it, there's a, there's a waiting period and waiting introduce patience in your life and patience. Nobody wants to hear that word because we don't know how long we're going to have to have patience. I can have patience for 24 hours. I can do that. But God might say years (laughs) and you're like, Lord, You know, you live out of time, but we live in time. I don't have years. I don't want to have years. And I remember just when, if, when everything first happened to me, I mean, not knowing, you know, how you, you used to be an intimate with someone and someone holding you and walking through life with you. Lord, how long, how long am I going to be able to deal with not having those things? And let me tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. God held me. And has held me every single day. Every day. Today is November uh, the 9th, I do believe. To the, uh, 2020. And I, uh, everything was final, just now getting finalized. Just now getting finalized with my divorce a few days ago. November the 5th. We broke up February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2018, and God has held me every single day. I have not once stepped outside of my vows because I said, Lord, hold me. And there were many nights that I cried out to God and Lord, don't let me sin. I don't want to sin. I got to do things the right way this time. I haven't always did things the right way, but I know I remember my mom saying these words. He's a keeper. He is a keeper and he's kept me. This is what my mom would tell me. He's kept me. And I'm here to tell you that he kept me. You know why he kept me? Because I asked him and I begged him and I prayed and I cried out, Lord, keep me. So I know that if you want and desire to be kept, God will keep you. He will fill your life. And I'm not telling you that you're not going to have some lonely nights. I'm not going to tell you that there's going to be some nights that you're unsure of yourself and if you can do this. But if you can just hold out and just wait another day, wait another moment, 
Pray and ask God because he will give you the desires of your heart. And if you desire to please him, if you desire to wait for him and and do things the right way this time, let God fix this, then he will do it. But your desires have got to be right. Your desires for righteousness have got to outweigh your desire for sin, for unrighteousness. That you got to have everything in place. And, And it's not easy every day. But all you need to do is trust God. That's all. You don't have to know the Bible from the front to the back and from the back to the front. You don't need to know everything to get through this. You need to just trust God and develop yourself a prayer life. And just know that when you go down on your knees, and even if you're not a praying person, that you can just go down on your knees, talk to God like he's your your best friend. You don't have to have great words when you're talking to our father. He knows you. He made you. He knows everything about you. Lord, I don't know the words to say. I just need your help. Hold me. Keep me. I don't want to sin. I I want to introduce right things in my life that I needed to plant some good seed. I need great harvest this time. And that was my desire. It's like, Lord, I know if I plant a good seed, if I come out of this marriage the right way, not because of what I know my husband is doing out there, but I told my husband I was going to stay faithful to my vows to the very end. And I didn't, it didn't matter how much it hurt me, how much I heard about the infidelity on, on, you know, on his end or what he was doing. You know, you're going to find out those things, ladies. I'm going to tell you, don't go searching for it. It's not going to make you feel good. It is not going to make you feel good. Okay? Don't go looking for that. But because it, it, the devil can use those things to discourage you and get you off track. Say, well, he's out there doing it. Why are you, why are you sitting here being faithful? You being faithful, not to your husband. Hmm. That's long. That's done. You're being faithful to God. You gave your word. And God's going to honor your word. You know, just because don't let the enemy come and tell you, well, you're not married anymore because your husband's cheating. He's doing this and doing that. You're not married. Yes, you are. Until it's done and final stamp, sealed and delivered, you are still married. And and, and don't rush. I would even say, I mean, look how long it's taken me. I mean, I, could I have gotten a divorce? Sure. Of course. Of course. But I allow God to use this process to grow me spiritually. You can divorce somebody on paper, but that doesn't mean, where's your heart? Where's your heart? Your heart is still with him because love does, doesn't just go away like that. Are you ready to, to move on with someone else? No. Why? Because you wouldn't be fair to the next person. I wouldn't. I kept thinking, well, I wouldn't want anybody to do me like that. I wouldn't want somebody using me to get over someone else. I wouldn't want someone wasting my time like that. They're being serious about me, but I can't be serious about them because I know my heart's somewhere else. So it's all about you becoming a new person, someone that cares about other people's feelings, even though you felt like someone didn't care about yours. But, you know, being just changing your ways, desiring to be a good person, desiring to be a woman of God and someone that loves God and know and trust him. And I can tell you today, God has blessed my life. I mean, I wish I can, I'm sharing and I'm being transparent with you, but I mean, God has really blessed me spiritually. 
He's blessed me financially. I, I, the, me and these girls over here, we want for nothing, nothing. That, that I'm not saying that I'm rich, but I live in one of the most expensive states in the world. I mean, in the, in our country. And I came over here with nothing but our bags. And God has done everything that he promised me that he would do if I just st- stepped out on faith and, and walked in the steps that he ordered before me. And I found out, guys, that these steps that he has ordered, well, you don't see them until it's really time for you to make that next step. They're not something that you, you see this trail of footprints in front of you and you, and you kind of know where you're going. God doesn't work that way. These steps, these steps that we've heard about, the steps are ordered, but you can't see the steps. So it takes a really good prayer life and and going with the, the spirit of God and what's right and what's wrong. Is this, is this right? Does this step line up with the will of God? Does this step line up with the word? And that doesn't mean that I haven't, you know, messed up and said things that I shouldn't have said or done because we're human. Look, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. And and it's not about you coming out of this situation perfectly. It's about you coming out right. Just being able to come out with your head up and then receiving all the blessings of God. Because God is merciful. He knows that we're going to have to repent along the way. He knows that, you know, that we're going to, you know, mess up. Maybe some days not feel so faithful. You know, uh, in having faith in him, you know, some days we're going to be discouraged and, and, and some days we're, we're going to be, you know, uh, uh, unbelieving that this can't happen. You know, the, the thing that I once believed in, you know, there are days that we're going to mess up and we're going to have, Lord, I'm sorry that I, I, my faith was weak today. So it's not about coming out perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect, but I want you to get your hands on everything that God has for you. And when God closes one door, he is opening another. Don't die on your journey, sisters. Don't die in the process. Don't die before you. it's time for you to give birth. Don't die yet. Don't die yet. I'm going to share something with you and I'm going to, I'm going to bring this to a close. Uh, last night I had a dream and I don't just dream a lot of times. Uh, sometimes I may have just, just dreams, but this was a real like dream dream that was so real to me. And a lot of times when I have these types of dreams, uh, they mean something because I remember them when I wake up. You know how sometimes you're dreaming something, but then you don't remember, remember the details. Well, I feel like God, you know, um, shows me things in my dreams even before uh my this whole shape of my husband i had a dream well last night i had a dream and i told you recently my my divorce paperwork has been finalized and i had a dream that i gave birth so it's funny that i hadn't even planned to talk to you guys about the whole birthing process today but god led me to this scripture today about the birthing process and i just happened to have a dream that i had a baby last night and it was a beautiful baby girl. And here was the thing, though, in the dream. She was dressed. She was fully dressed. And she had a headband on. She was beautiful. And I went to lay her on my chest. And I wrapped my arms around her. And I wrapped my arms around her in 
like in real life, you know? And that's when I woke up because when I went to embrace her on my chest, um, I realized that there was no baby there. <laughs> and that's when I woke up. So that's how real, that's how real the, uh, the dream was. And I was like, I just gave birth. Y'all, I just gave birth. That means that the pain and the agony and everything that I've went through, you know, has been worth it. And and, and, and the joy of finally getting past something, finally putting a check mark on, this is done, it's done. It's finally done. And there's no joy in divorce. And, and I don't know that your marriage is going to end in divorce. I'm just telling you to trust God to the end. If you're praying for God to put your marriage back, then you continue to pray. I prayed the same prayer. Prayed for my marriage. But y'all, God is not done with me. I'm just, I'm taking you through things as they have went in my life. But I'm, I'm still in the process too. And I realized that today, like, this part is done, but... I'm still in the process here. I know it and I feel it. And just because you get through one stage, you're still in a process. God's not finished. He's not finished. And he's, he's, he's let me know he's not finished. I know he's not finished. This is not the end. And sometimes the enemy will come and say, well, that's it. That's, you're done. This is it for you. No. Because the promises of God is complete. And what does it say? What does it say? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in. Until you feel the, the fullness of joy, then you know, you got to know that you're still in the process. You are still going somewhere. God's word doesn't lie. And I just want to encourage you ladies to stay in the word of God. Keep encouraged and continue to pray and fast. And give yourself time. Time. I know you. nobody wants to hear those words. Time, patience. But God pays. He's a great rewarder. I mean, if there's not... I mean, God knows how to reward faithfulness. God knows how to reward his people that love him. And that follow him. And that has faith in his word. He will. And I, can, I mean, the joy that I have here living over here in such a beautiful place and I have all of my children here and God has blessed my life in abundance but he's not done he is not done and so I'm just telling you my life versus my life that preceded this was a setup for what God wanted to do in my life and what he's getting ready to do but I had to have the precedent first the, the thing that hurt me. I had to have the weeping. The thing that brought me to my knees. I would never forget that place. You would never forget that place. You would never forget the hurt and the pain. But you're going to turn around and thank God for that same hurt and that pain. Because that was my, my altar. I would never lose my altar because of that day. And because of the time that was spent on my knees in prayer. And finding out that there was a God in heaven that loved me and that was right there to embrace me when my life fell apart. He was right there. And he has walked with me every moment, every step. And he's still with me, holding me and keeping me and telling me, hang on, it's coming. The best is yet to come. Just keep walking and keep believing. 
I love you, sisters, and I hope to talk with you soon. God bless.